0: Welcome back, pinball nerds, to episode 70. My name's Orbital Albert, and I'll be your host for today's episode, where we're going to be counting down the top five TV comedies that would be rad pinball machines. All right, let's start with number five, Parks and Recreation. So this was an Amy Poehler comedy that was on NBC for years, Highly Beloved. Um many, many, many memorable characters, including my personal favorite, Ron Swanson, the man with the mustache himself, the wood-loving carpenter, libertarian, um meat meditarian, uh interesting guy. Interesting guy. For those of you who have watched the show, you either love him or hate him, but usually if you're if you're someone who's friends with me, you probably love. Him. Um I think it'd be really cool if there was a Ron Swanson chop and wood mode because he's a big carpenter and uh, that would be maybe something similar to like the battling ram uh, that you have in Game of Thrones and it would be like literally an axe or like uh, some type of saw that you would have to hit it over and over and over and it'd literally be called the chop and wood mode. Um, It'd just be so repetitive or maybe just a really easy ramp right in the middle like Earthshaker or something like that. There'd also be an an April Ludgate I don't care mode. This would be a super uh, kind of I guess millennial mode where they just don't care, and you'd see you'd see April Ludgate's face uh, on on the LCD screen, just kind of doing her her standoffish uh, kind of I don't care look. So. It obviously would have to have an Andy Dwyer uh, shoeshine mode, uh, or maybe even shoeshine multiball mode. Uh, And then, of course, if you beat that, he would sing the song about living in the pit. And probably the most important thing is Tom's Treat Yo Self, his Treat Yo Self multiball uh, and of course, to beat the entire game, if the shoeshine mini wizard mode wasn't enough, there would have to be the most important wizard mode of all time the Little Sebastian. For those of you who have not met Little Sebastian, YouTube this guy. He's awesome. But he's a little tiny horse, and he's kind of like the unofficial uh, mascot of Pawnee, which is the town that Parks and Rec takes place in. So. Anyways, Little Sebastian, you're the best, buddy. Well, I'll miss you. Uh, Number four. This one, uh, I probably sent out a little hint uh, before, but I'll just say that it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Is there one more pretty in that? I'm not sure. Uh, So this would be Kerber Enthusiasm, which is Larry David's uh, masterpiece even though some would argue that Seinfeld was his masterpiece, he was only one half of the writers on there, right? So this is really his, where he really hit his full stride and kind of made it, uh, you know, the one half of Seinfeld that was kind of more like him ended up becoming all of Curber Enthusiasm and then some. Um, so there would obviously be a pretty, pretty good multi-ball mode where Larry David gives that call out during it. Um, and then... I know this is silly, but if you haven't seen the show, you probably think I'm making this up, but Larry David actually talks about uh, Wanda Sykes' character's butt all the time. Uh, one time she was working in a, like in a, the parking lot of a movie studio, and he was walking by, and he goes, hey, I would know that butt anywhere. She turns around and goes, excuse me, Larry David, Larry David, what are you talking about? So then, of course, she goes to his wife and says, oh, Larry's talking about my butt again. He goes, no, I just meant like I could tell from behind it was you. And he was, you know, you're not supposed to say those things to your wife's friends, anyways. But Larry tends to get in a little bit of trouble, as would this mode be a little bit of trouble. Uh, This might not be available in the family-friendly mode, but it it wouldn't have to be anything, you know. It doesn't have to be a a pantless or underwearless butt, but just like maybe in the very middle of the playfield there would be like uh, Wanda Sykes' butt, and it would kind of jiggle around if you hit it. Kind of like Sparky's head, you know, you hit it and... uh, it kind of bobbles around a little bit. Um, I don't know. Hey, I'm just I'm just throwing out ideas here, guys. Um, I thought it would be really cool if 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 you guys have ever seen the show, Jeff's wife, Susie. So Jeff is Larry David's fictional character in the show's uh, manager and like his best buddy, and they hang out all the time. And I thought about maybe doing like a Jeff eats something mode, but that's kind of rude. He is eating a lot on the show, and he is a bigger dude. But I thought that was kind of like, eh. Yeah, that was kind of rude. So I thought it'd be way better if there was a Susie Screams mode. So if you imagine Ghostbusters when you hear that really loud scream, okay, not that loud, not that annoying, but still loud and still annoying, she would be screaming at you during the entire mode. Jeff, go do this. Jeff, go do that. Blah 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 blah. She's just totally annoying. She's got this scratchy voice and never shuts up. And oh, wait, does that sound like me? No, I'm just kidding. She she is a I hope she's nicer in real life. Anyways, I thought that could be kind of a a good thing. And then maybe some type of uh, the wizard mode would maybe be like uh, Jerry goes into a cafe and he just goes, yeah, give me one of these cafe, latte, whatever things. So I thought that would be kind of a cool wizard mode. Number three, Arrested Development. Job's Magician Multiball. Do 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 okay sorry that song plays all the time when he's doing his magician shows so that would they'd have to get the rights for that or it just wouldn't be a good pinball machine there would also be I think the main wizard mode should be there's always money in the banana stand. So basically the entire family owns this banana stand on the boardwalk in Miami or something like that, somewhere in California, or so, sorry, not Miami, somewhere along the coast in California, I think, but I, I don't really know, maybe it's not, never even mentioned. But um, I thought that would be really cool if there was uh, basically the father who's in jail continually is saying, um, there's always money in the banana stand, and then they end up burning it down to try to get the insurance money, not realizing that the walls of the banana stand were lined with like $200,000. So that would just be like a comical, a comical mode that way. Um, one of the toys in the games would be the ladder truck. So part of the story of the family, if you haven't seen Arrested Development, first of all, go watch it right now. Stop listening to this podcast. You're missing out. Uh, but second of all, um, there's basically they used to have a private jet but then they went bankrupt so they didn't have the private jet but they still had the stair car to get on the private jet so uh michael bluth the main character has to drive around the stair car all the time i thought it'd be cool if the stair car was like a toy that was in it that was somehow included in the game and if the toy was somehow the lock for say the multi-ball it could go into there and then the ball could shoot up the top off the top of the uh escalator for the stair car So I thought that would be kind of a neat way to start the Michael Bluth multi-ball, as it would be. Um, Of course, what would an Arrested Development game without the Tobias Fuque mode? Uh, This would obviously be where he was dressed up uh, as a man in the Blue Man group, as he is in several episodes in the show. And, well, uh, he would have some... we might have to have a family mode for this game too because he's got some unsavory call-outs there, if you've ever seen the show. Quite often, uh, he mispronounces or uh, misspeaks what he's going to be saying, and it comes off sounding uh, a little bit dirty, I'll say that. So, Alright, number two is, and I struggled with this, it could have been number one, guys. Don't want to get any hate emails at pinballnerds at gmail.com, but this is Seinfeld. Okay, so just imagine this. If you haven't seen Seinfeld's, uh, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um, probably you weren't alive in the 90s, I'm assuming. But get back there and watch it. So Kramer is the eccentric next-door neighbor with the crazy hair, and, uh, you know, he, he enters the house really crazy. So I thought it'd be neat when you do your ball launch or possibly in your skill shot if you had to, like, I don't know. Go through the door like uh, at the same speed or the right speed. They had a door that you had to kind of come in through. Thought that would be neat. I also thought it'd be really cool if there was a Kenny Rogers Roasters chicken mode. And what would happen is during that mode, just the red L- um, LED lights would come on and uh, illuminate that way. Um, of course, this is this is just without question. You guys already knew this probably. Every time the ball goes down, no soup for you. Every single time. Every single time. I don't care. I don't care if you're in an eight ball frickin' multi ball, okay? I don't care if you're in the middle of the Elaine Kicks multi ball in the middle of the Festivus for the rest of us uh, wizard mode or not. A ball goes down anytime in the background. All you hear is the soup Nazi call out. No soup for you. Okay, so as I alluded to just now, the Elaine Kicks. If you ever saw Elaine, I think they were at a Christmas party, maybe? She had a couple too many drinks, and for the very first time in the entire, what, eight, nine, nine nine-year series, she dances. And when she dances, she just does the funniest little, like, kick-out things. So I thought that would be a really, really cool toy to have in the game as well would be like a little Lane figure and she's doing this awkward dance back and forth. Kind of think of like uh, an Elvis where his hips shake back and forth, kind of like that. Um, I thought that would just be so cool if there was a multiball like that where you had to hit the target that she was on like however many times and then once you start the multi-ball, it's lit for more jackpots and you have to actually hit you know like the, the, um, the stand up target kind of under where Elaine's doing this awkward dancing. Um, and of course, that baseline. Didn't the guy from Primus do that? There's your pinball tie-in. Um, yeah, that baseline, That Seinfeld baseline. line. Um, that would just be really neat to have in the game. And of course, like I mentioned, the wizard mode that breaks all wizard mode. The Airing of Grievances mini wizard mode preludes the main wizard mode, which is the Festivus for the rest of us. And I'm not just saying this because we're very close to the holidays, I'm saying this because that was one of my favorite episodes ever, and can you imagine uh, if George has to get in in a fight with his dad, no dad I don't want to fight, and he has to wrestle his dad in the feats of strength to try to beat the Seinfeld pinball machine. I'm pretty sure that they could like... If, if Stern or Jersey Jack or uh, Spooky or American Pinball um, can end up getting the rights for Seinfeld, it might be hard. But if they could, I, I don't know, man. I just, I think maybe you would see literally thousands and thousands of people. Like, if you think the Facebook page for the Beatles is big, like, uh, you'd be sharing it to a lot of people. And a, a good chunk of them are in their, you know, mid-30s to mid-50s, probably in that whole range, who are huge Seinfeld fans, who do have money, who do probably remember pinball from their childhood. And it's still relevant. Seinfeld's still putting out new episodes of Comedians in Cars. Seinfeld's biggest show ever will still always be Seinfeld, and he'll be remembered by that. But its popularity has almost just grown to, like, even bigger cult status over the last I would say two decades, like since it went off the air, it's just climbed and grown and um, yeah. So Seinfeld could have easily been number one. However, just inching it out by a tiny knuckle hair is, you might have guessed it already, The Office, the most beloved television comedy sitcom of all time. I would say and certainly many would agree and definitely is ranked on the number number one to number three on almost every list of uh comedy <coughs> t- television comedies out there so what would we have okay we would without a doubt have and this would be a main feature of the game from one of the very first episodes if not the very first episode excuse me jim puts Dwight's stapler in a jello mold and and like, you know, makes a jello out of it and, and puts it in his drawer. And Dwight goes to reach for his stapler and he goes, oh, what the heck, Jim? And he pulls out this giant rubber. So obviously the, sorry, this giant jello uh jello mold. So obviously ours would have to be made out of some type of silicon or like clear rubberized material that could jiggle around. And um in the very middle would be obviously the stapler, but I don't know how they would make this toy, but I just, I envision, I envision it being like, almost uh, like Circus Voltaire, where the, um, the, the guy's head is right, kind of to the right in the back right there. And it would just be so cool if after you started it, similar to Circus Voltaire, the giant jello mold with the stapler, like rose up in the air and was like spinning and, whatever, right? That's how you kind of start your multi-ball. The ball gets stuck on the same kind of thing. Maybe the magnets inside the stapler. I don't know. Um, of course, of course, the main wizard mode, you'd have to go to Dwight Schroots uh, farm and you'd have to fight with Moe's. Uh, if Moe's isn't the, uh, the best character to run into at the end of, a uh, Uh, some type of adventure game featuring The Office. I don't know who is. So that would be really cool. Um, You'd also have to definitely have Dwight's bobblehead, because, you know, that was a really cool thing. Angela got him, and Michael Scott also had one. Um, And then there would, of course, be uh, you know, several of the modes would honestly be pranks, because they spent a lot of time on that show kind of pranking each other, and that was of the funnest part of the whole uh game um probably maybe just because it's winter time and i can you know uh imagine this sort of thing possibly you know happening around here this time of year if you were very committed but dwight actually hides in a snowman for several hours and while he's hiding in this snowman um he's waiting for Jim to come out and then he starts attacking him secretly from inside the snowman. But the clever part is he makes about 20 snowmen, so you don't know which one he's going to come out of. So, very well camouflaged, very well hidden. Um, yeah, so you definitely have to include Creed Bratton. Um, Creed was actually just in my hometown here, London, um, two nights ago on Monday. And because of Monday Night Pinball, which I had a great time at, and I will be doing a podcast about later, about the Monday Night Pinball Pinluck Potball tournament we had, which is just a pinball tournament where everyone brings potluck and has a great time. Usually happens around Christmas for us. Um, So we just had that, and um, I will be putting up a post about that later, but... Anyways, guys, thanks so much for, oh, oh, sorry, I was saying on Monday I would have gone to Creed Bratton's concert because he played here in London at the Music Hall, but of course I had finals uh, for Monday Night Pinball and that was more important, but Creed, next time you come to London, bud, I'm going to come see you, Uh, and there would obviously have to be a Creed Bratton mode. Um, where he used to play in a really cool band in the 60s and 70s. Obviously, in that mode, we'd have to get the rights. Someone would have to get the rights for that song. And I don't know if you'd be growing mung beans. That doesn't sound that interesting. He's also a cult leader. That could be a little scary. Um, oh, and I want there to be like an Easter egg of... Uh, so I don't know if, if any of you Office fans out here have heard of this, but there's actually a pretty good amount of evidence showing that Toby who was uh, a jury member on the Scranton Strangler, there's actually some pretty good videos showing that Toby might actually be the Scranton Strangler and probably was the Scranton Strangler. So I thought it'd be cool if there was an Easter egg, either secret mode or mini mode or secret multiball or at least secret shot where we find out that Toby's the Scranton Strangler, so. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this was epi- episode number 70 in the books. This is pretty cool. I don't think we're going to get to episode 100 before the end of the year, but I'm going to try. I just want to make sure I'm putting out interesting, fun comment uh, content. And uh, like my my Munsters podcast from yesterday, it's already up to 16 views in the first 24 hours. So, yeah, I really appreciate that, guys. And uh, on the next episode, I'm going to do a, um, a little bit of a mini update on how we're going with the the listeners and all that kind of stuff. So uh we actually hit a pretty good flagstone or flag mark I guess. So milestone, milestone. Thanks so much for listening guys and until next time, eat, sleep, breathe, pinball.